0: Hello everybody. It's Timmy Gibson back with you for episode number 2. Today I want to talk about it's okay Jesus isn't the only way. <laughs> now, that 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 title I knew would create some conversation and maybe even some hate mail. But really that's more of a question is Jesus the only way. And this is a question that I struggle with for years and years and years and years and have finally found peace with, with where I'm at today. But maybe, maybe that's a question that you've wondered again, if you don't come from a religious upbringing, like I did, which taught that Jesus was the only way, which is, in, which is which is saying and and what it means um, is exactly what it says for someone who would consider themselves an evangelical christian um you know for example like a, a southern baptist you know a baptist person uh, that that kind of group that particular belief is is a core belief within the structure of the theology of an evangelical Christian. And that is what they would call the, the core of the gospel story, is that you know Jesus was sent by God. Jesus was God, and he went, you know came down here to the earth, lived a perfect life, and then was crucified, and then resurrected, and then he's supposed to come back again. That's, that's kind of the core teaching of the Christian faith. And on one hand I do want to make it very clear that if you do believe that that's fine. I mean, we we live in a free country. We all can believe whatever we want to believe. You know, part of the 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 journey that I've been on is really discovering truth. And you know, that that comes from actually a, there's a Bible verse in the book of Timothy um, that we're supposed to rightly divide the word of truth. But for me it's it's something even deeper and greater than that and and knowing that there are deeper, there are other truths outside the Bible. I believe the Bible does have truth in it, but it's not the exclusive only one document that contains truth. Hence the reason, you know, I often remind people that men, specifically men, wrote the Bible. God God didn't write the Bible. And I I, I think that if you ask any Christian that they would they would admit to that but what they would then probably follow that statement up with is well that you know the Bible is inspired by God meaning that basically the Bible's perfect and that everything that's in the Bible is absolute true it's truth it's it's incorruptible indestructible uh, it's without error there are no contradictions and so on and so forth is, again, that's that's the conservative evangelical perspective and, and view of, of the Bible. And of course, within the Bible is the scripture that people get that teaching from that Jesus is the only way. There's a scripture that says that you know, I am the truth and the life. No man comes to the father except through me, Jesus says. And so that's where we get the the teaching of you know Jesus is the only way. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, and you shall be saved. In other words, if you don't do that, then you're not going to be saved. And that's another teaching. Again, I'm going to unpack a lot of this throughout these this podcast. Um, so, is Jesus the only way? That's a I wish I wish this was a call in radio show. It'd be a blast to have people call in and and talk about this. But feel free to you know make make comments or however you can make comments here on Spotify or wherever this is being wherever this podcast is being broadcast. Uh, you know, or message me, email me. I'd love to I'd love to hear from you. But for me, one of the things that was an early on in my journey, an early on struggle, is what I hope, if anything, that I can help you get to this place. Now, I do not have any goal of making converts. I'm not an evangelist. I'm not trying to get anyone saved to my way of thinking. Uh, I am not looking for disciples I simply am sharing my story and my journey for the simple fact that there are people, I think, that resonate with where I'm at. And maybe you're in a land of struggle and torment and uh, a season of unrest, a season of feeling lost. And if I can help to shine a light or you know give you a flashlight in the midst of the darkness, to just help you journey a little better. You know, if I can like give you tools on your own journey, that's really my goal because on one hand, you know, I, I don't have any answers per se. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I do and I don't, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I can give you tools to help the journey be smoother and, uh, better. Does that does that make sense? I, I think that that what I've journeyed through, a lot of people are journeying through. And you say, well, what's that, Timmy? What what do you, what do you? Well, you were raised religious, and now you find yourself not as religious, or you find yourself questioning much of what you were taught growing up. Right. So, in other words, you your parents' faith seems old and outdated to you, maybe. Or maybe you were in church and now you're completely out of church. Like you've completely left church. You have nothing to do with it and would even maybe consider yourself an atheist. Uh, And another thing that I'll be covering in these episodes is, you know, when we get into the guilt and shame, because it's, it's hard to be raised in a religious environment and to then walk away from those particular teachings without some guilt and shame residue, some, some dust of guilt and shame that's just sprinkled on you. It's, it's hard to, to shake that dust off, frankly, Uh, because, you know, it's been there for so long and it was so early in your development. And, you know, during the first seven years of your life, at least my life, the, the first seven years of our lives, you know, we're basically just on download mode. We're just downloading. I think there's a, I think they say that our brain is in a theta state, which is just download, 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 download. And so a lot of what we downloaded in the first seven years of our life, um, well, just because we downloaded it doesn't make it true. You know, it doesn't make it right. Um, You know, if you were to believe a certain, if you were taught to believe something, well, that doesn't make it true. It just means that you were taught that it is true. But it's not, in fact, true. So, is Jesus the only way? And the reason I started that, entitled this particular podcast or this particular episode, it's okay. You know, Jesus isn't the only way. I, I did that for a lot of reasons. One, of course, to create you know some listenership there. Of course, to be a little tease, uh, but also to say and to be clear that it is okay. To ask these questions and whatever you end up believing is you between you and God, uh, whoever she is, where, wherever she, li- you know, like that's between you and, and your creator. Okay. And just because you might have religious family or in my case, not just a religious, religious family, but 30 years of religious friends and and religious influence. I mean, even in the city I'm in, which is in Kansas City, I'm known in Kansas City as a a pastor, you know, and in fact, I'm I'm currently not, quote unquote, a pastor really anymore. I consider myself a reverend. I'm a teacher of spiritual things now. And, you know, I still do weddings. I perform weddings. I officiate weddings in Kansas City. Uh, and yes, I do travel. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, I'll come to you and, and do your wedding for a fee, of course. Um, and so, you know, in the city that I'm in, I'm, I'm still surrounded by people who, um, you know, view me a certain way or think that I am a certain way or, in fact, probably think I believe certain things. And even though I've been very clear over the years publicly, you know, via social media, uh, YouTube, and various things and ways that I've communicated my story and told my story, um, some some are are aware of the the changes and the the evolution of, of of my my spiritual journey or my religious journey or my escaping religion and, and finding faith and i think the first step is to is to know that it is it is okay it it is okay it really is it's it's okay for you to question to doubt and and to even um not believe how you were raised to believe and that was probably the first real big hurdle for me was I've been taught this all my life. And so the thought of even questioning a lot of those things was just, I mean, it was, it was, I was playing with hell. I mean, really, like really, like I, I was literally playing with hell and, and playing with my very salvation. Um, now, not really, but that's how it felt, and it, it definitely felt that way with with all the friends and with all the 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 pushback I was receiving from from family and you know trying to help me in their minds not get off track to to stay saved and to not backslide. But the whole time for me, I was following a, a journey of of faith. Ironically, uh, it was just um, following my own internal journey, and and for me, you know, my particular journey never led me away from God. It, in my opinion, it led me to God and to a, just a, a different understanding of, you know, all things spiritual excuse me so so one it's okay number two those questions are coming from within and where you land is is just where you land you know we all have a belief structure we all have uh, things you know we all see things in the way we see things and for whatever reason religion and or <laughs> and politics you know the, there's there there are clearly Uh, Of course, with politics, there's two, right? I mean, there's two primary, right? There's a Republican and Democrat, but, you know, know, nowadays, I mean, there's a bunch of different independent and libertarian and all the different things I think that are out there, but there's primarily two, right? Democrat, Republican. And if you're a Democrat, you hate Republicans. If you're a Republican, you hate Democrats, no matter what they say, right? I I mean, I don't care what a Republican says. If you're a liberal, you think it's absolutely ridiculous. And vice versa. You know, if you're, if you're Republican, you think everything that a liberal says is just completely idiotic. And, you know, I I don't agree with that. It's, it's very, that's to me, that's very cult, very cult gang-like. And so, you know, I don't, I don't resonate with, with that kind of thinking in any area. Um, You know, not politics and not even religion, but I was raised that way, right? So I was raised to believe that I had been taught the truth and what I was believing was the truth. And so one of those truths is um, that Jesus is the only way. So, you know, to, to unpack that, so, so how did that, that, that was a belief that took years and years and years and years and years of just study and discovery and, and prayer meditation. I mean, you name it. That I, I mold that over and mold that over and mold that over. And, and I have a perspective now, and, and I don't know if I'll really get into it because, I, again, I'm not here to, to build a religion or to have anybody become my disciple. Um, you know, I'm just sharing that that was one of the big things that I wrestled with because if I am to believe that Jesus is the only way, and that nobody gets to heaven without accepting Jesus, then that is paramount. And that is me saying then that anyone who is not a Christian is going to hell. So that means if you're Buddhist, you're going to hell. If you're Hindu, you're going to hell. If you're Jewish, you're going to hell. If you're Muslim, you're going to hell. If you're, and if whatever you are, if you're not a Christian, meaning if you have not accepted Jesus, because he's the only way, right? If you've not accepted Jesus, then you therefore are choosing hell is how we used to say it. And I'll never forget kind of the the turning point for me. There was a, There was a turning point for me, and this was some years back now but I had a a Hindu family that lived a couple houses down from us. And my son at that point was, he was just a little boy, but my little, my little son was friends with the little boy that down the street that was Hindu. And I'll never forget this, this exchange, but one of the other neighbors who was an evangelical Christian said to me, are you allowing your son to play with so-and-so, this Hindu boy? And I was like, yeah, like, I like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And they said, well, don't you worry about your son's faith? Don't you worry that he'll be poisoned by that Hindu teaching? And I was just like, what I, like i my, my i couldn't even hardly wrap my my mind around this i'm like what and so the the more they talked basically what they were saying is that you know because that boy was hindu and comes from a hindu family that there was the spirit of hinduism <laughs> on this little boy and that you know wanted to be careful that my son didn't get you know, possessed, I guess, by this Hindu devil, to then you know loses salvation or whatever. I was just like, oh, I mean, even at that point, I mean, I had, I was quite long in my in my spiritual journey, even at that point, and was already you know starting to to accept deeply these profound questions and differences that I I had to what I used to believe. And that was the turning point for me because I thought, because this family was great. This Hindu family was, was they were a wonderful group, a, a wonderful family. I was going say a wonderful group. It was just a family, just a wonderful family. I mean, loving, kind, caring, excuse me, thoughtful, uh, charitable, generous, whatever. I mean, they were just a great family. Excuse me. <laughs> That was a hiccup that sounded odd, probably. So, I, I you know my mind, I could not, I could no longer believe that as a Christian, you know, I was going to heaven, and then as a Hindu, they were going to hell. I couldn't believe that, and then you know, to be honest with you, that, that kind of led me to some other things like. In the Christian church, we would teach what they call jailhouse conversions. In other words, someone could be a totally shitty human, Uh, you know, rape children, um, kill people, rob, steal, destroy, you know, be in prison. But at the end of their life, before they die, they give their hearts to Jesus and they will forever be in heaven. And yet, this wonderful non-criminal Hindu family were going to be spending eternity in hell because they didn't accept Jesus as their savior. They served and worshiped their Hindu gods. And I just got to a point in my life where I said, "Mm -mm, there's, there's no way that's accurate. And so I need to begin to study other religions and, and also study the Bible in a different way to, to open my mind and to do everything I could to remove every preconceived notion, teaching, thought, doctrine, or doctrine view, all that. I had to really like remove that from my brain and from my life as much as I possibly could. Like that's hard to do, but it, it was something that to me was worth doing and to strip all that from my mind and to literally read the bible from from a neutral blank page place does that make sense in other words there there were none of the preconceived ideas none of the things that were already taught to me over the last you know 20 years like all that stuff i had to just flush that shit down the toilet and and open up the bible like I was opening it up for the very first time and had never been taught anything had never heard anything. I didn't believe anything. I was a blank slate. And when I did that, all of a sudden when I read the Bible or really anything that was of a spiritual nature, I just had such a, a broader, bigger, more encompassing, View, I guess you would say. And so, the beginning of the journey of Jesus isn't the only way for me. the The beginning of that journey was I began to translate. Now, this is initially like I, my my where I'm at now is not here, but it uh, this is where it began. The evolution of my, it's okay. Jesus isn't the only way. The beginning of that the very beginning of that. So like at the big bang (laughs) or at creation point, like at the beginning, my first notion was, okay, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoso believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So Jesus came and died for who? The world. Who's in the world? Well, everybody and of course I'm only talking about planet earth you know we don't know of any other life outside of planet earth as of yet though most likely there are that's another that's another podcast <laughs> that's another whole podcast so for me i began to understand that okay within the christian context again this is the beginning i'm i'm taking you back to the beginning of my journey and so i thought okay well if Jesus, you know, is real and if he was the Son of God, and if he really did, if he really was sent by God to the earth, to die for humanity, then that's a done deal. It doesn't matter what I believe, right? Because remember, we would teach that salvation is a free gift. You don't have to earn it, it's just given to you. So by the sheer fact that I was born into the world, then it made sense to me at this point that okay, well, Jesus died for the world. Period. Full stop. That's it. So I don't have to accept Jesus to benefit from him dying on a cross, quote unquote, right, for my sins 2,000 years ago. In other words, that happened 2,000 years ago. It covers everyone. And I would even say at that point, I was probably translating that as, well, that's good, past, present, and future. It happened. You know, if it did indeed happen, but if, if, if that's true, like if, again, I'm coming out of full-blown evangelical right-wing fundamental Bible-thumping teaching, and I'm now beginning to to evolve from that. And so that was kind of step one, is that I then began to translate that verse to mean something different. And the other verses of, you know, nothing, there's another verse, I, I forget where it's at right now, but nothing can separate us from the love of God, not height, not depth, not angels, not demons, nothing, nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. So I began to look at these scriptures and go, well, man, so, okay, I'm good either way. Like, Jesus, if Jesus is real and Jesus really was God and was sent by God to, to pay for all men's all, you know, people's sins, all of humanity's sins, then, then like, there's nothing that I can do to add to that. uh, Right. I mean, it's, it's a done deal. It's done. And it's, so there you go. So that was the first step is that I really understood how I understood it. Then was what Jesus did on the cross was a one and done. You don't have to believe it for it to be true. It's true. It's done. And so Jesus died for everybody, full stop, period. Now, I'm coming to the end of this particular episode before we get into the the second part of this episode. And before I have a little break here for a second. So at this point in my life, I'm I'm really starting to... To have a greater, for me, how I would interpret it, is a greater understanding and a, a fuller understanding of this Christian message, this this message of of Jesus. And um it, it really began to to create more peace in my life because I I really I couldn't reconcile this notion that. You know, only Christians go to heaven. Everybody else goes to hell. I, I couldn't reconcile that notion, and it just didn't seem uh, to resonate with what I felt, and not just what I felt, but just what I sensed about God in general. God, uh, you know, whatever whoever God is, whatever God is, you know, whatever that is, um, that the 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 little narrow minded the, the Christian perspective was was just a perspective just like hinduism judaism islam like all of them like uh, all the buddhism those are all just men right uh people well of course in the bible way the bible is written by men like exclusively men which that's a whole nother episode at some other point so for me it was it was uh, a way, not the way, and coming to understand more fully that the Bible is just part of the story. It's not the only story. It's it's just a part of the story. And then, of course, you know, again, this is another episode altogether. Which uh, uh, you know, this will be all part of the episodes in the future. But also, my understanding of you know prehistory. You know, humans before, you know, so so what was the fate of all those born before Jesus or or all those born before Christianity or before even let's go back. Right. Because there's three religions that come from Abraham. Abraham is the father of three religions, Islam, Christian or Judaism and Christianity. All three of those come from from father abraham had many sons many sons had father abraham and i am one of them and so were you so let's just anyway that's a song we used to sing and because really christianity is 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 really technically christianity is is a, a form or a type or an offshoot of judaism essentially and and so a lot of the same teachings are are that that cross over, and of course, you know the, what we consider the Christian Bible, which would encompass the Old Testament and the New Testament. Well, the Old Testament is what then the Jewish people would call the Bible. You know, for them, it, that's the Bible. You know, so when a, when a, a a Jewish person says Bible, they mean the Old Testament. When a Christian says the Bible, they mean the Old Testament and the New Testament because the New Testament is what includes the life and story of Jesus. And that's, the, you know, again, that's that's why this this journey of mine has been, <laughs> been such a big journey because uh, questioning and, and even discussing the very idea and thought of who Jesus was, who Jesus wasn't, and you know, is he the only way? Is he not the only way? What's that mean? How does that how does that how does that translate out? What you know all that? So um, we're gonna go to a quick break, and I'm gonna come back and finish this talk on it's okay, Jesus isn't the only way, and I'm gonna give you a little bit more uh, about That journey and some of the questions and things that I began to understand, um, at least for me, a little bit more uh, clearly in in helping me to find peace in my spiritual journey uh, without losing my faith. So we'll be right back in just a moment. And we're back second part of this episode, number two, it's okay. Jesus isn't the only way. So continuing with this, this kind of my personal journey of understanding, you know, the first step was understanding that, okay, you know, if I am a Christian and I do believe in all this Jesus stuff, then I am viewing it uh, more open minded than closed minded meaning that you know if Jesus died he died for everybody the bible te- teaches this i i'm going to believe it like that rather than yeah jesus died for everybody but he really just died for the christians if so if you're not a christian then you're not you're not right well then that led into my particular journey of not only reading the Bible with a more, more of an open mind and rather than a closed mind, but beginning to open my mind, it also led to the study of, of other faiths and other religions and realizing that, okay, maybe, maybe Jesus is just a way and there's, there's not much difference between, um, all religions, and there's a, there's a common ground. I think with all religions. I think all religions. Now, granted, I'm not an expert on all religions, so you know, take take a little bit of this with a grain of salt. I'm not an expert when it comes to to all religions. Uh, I'm not even an expert when it comes to Christianity, even though I've been in, in that world for fifty some years. Um, this was just, you know, I had so many conflicts. I had so many uh, questions and doubts and struggles and, and, and couldn't wrap my mind around this idea that if you didn't believe in Jesus, no matter how good of a person you were, you were going to burn in hell forever. Uh, I I just couldn't accept that, you know, And, and I can hear what someone would say, who is an evangelical Christian. And and I can hear what they would say because this is, you know, my mind still thinks that way, even though I don't believe that way. Does that make sense? In other words, it's so higher hardwired into me. I'll think something and I'll be like, nope, that's not true. Because I can still think like what it's like to be an evangelical Christian. And so the argument that that an evangelical Christian would would say is it doesn't it, to me it doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what you think. It's, it's the Bible. The Bible is true. And what the Bible says is it, and that's it. <laughs> and, and again, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do an episode on, on that, uh, the, It my own, you know, like a standalone episode. Uh, but I think it's, it's apropos to, to bring it up now because, if you do believe that the Bible is without error, and if you believe that, you know, God actually wrote the Bible, um, which he didn't, but you know, if you believe that, that's, that's where, uh, that's probably the second part of my journey that opened up the rest of my journey is I finally realized that the Bible is not incorruptible straight from the mouth of God written by god and and it's not it's not divine and and i know that 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 statement will will shock evangelicals that i you know once used to believe that it it was divine and now and now i don't for a lot of reasons because if 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 it is divine okay if it is divine then every holy book is divine you can't just say the bible's divine right the the bible's right how do we know because the bible says it's right well how do we know that it's right well because the bible says that it's right and if i mean it's like circular reasoning and so sometimes there's a real breakdown with trying to discuss these kind of things which i love i don't love i don't debate i just don't debate people because the reality is they can't prove it i can't prove it right it's the whole debate is there a god is there not a god you know well guys Let's just be honest. You can't prove it either way. You can't prove, an atheist can't prove there is no God, just as a spiritual person can't prove that there is God. You know, it's not like anyone's ever died and gone to heaven with the iPhone and got a bunch of stuff recorded and then, you know, comes back down to earth and see, I told you, (laughs) right? That's, that's why it's debated. It's, it's debated because we don't know for certain. and um, yeah, so it, it, it's it's a matter of belief. And even the scriptures teach that. It's by faith that it's faith that pleases God. Well, faith is a it's what we it's what we believe. it's what we choose to believe. And with even within the Christian circles, there's so many clearly so many different beliefs, right? You have ba- Baptist, you have Methodist, you have Assemblies of God, you have, uh, f- you know, First Baptist, Second Baptist, you have Episcopalian, you have Orthodox, you have, my goodness, I mean, and, and there's. I don't even know how many there are. I, I want to say, I think the last time I checked this, and I could be wrong on this, you can Google it, but I think there's some, it's either 3,000 or 30,000, some different denominations within Christianity. I mean, come on, we can't even, those that are Christian can't even even agree with what is in the Bible anyway. So, you know, what's one more belief system that, that doesn't believe everything that's in the Bible is absolutely a, a factual truth, historical, divine, infallible, um, It it, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for there to only be one, only one narrow way for people to, to enter into eternal bliss. Um, That, that just doesn't even make sense. Um, at, at all, uh, for a lot of reasons, and I don't want to pontificate all of that in this particular episode. Um, but maybe, maybe I will at another time. <laughs> um. So this this journey began to open up a, a whole new world for me, and, and an appreciation, really, for all religions. It it, it gave me a real um appreciation for, uh, say, the Hindu uh, faith or the um, Buddhist faith or, or any other faith for that matter. It, it, it In fact, it, it really opened up my heart of love, really. Uh, I became more loving, more accepting and gracious um, towards anyone of a different faith than me. And when I really began to understand that that this faith that I grew up in, this Christian faith was simply that it was the Christian faith that I grew up in. It was the perspective that I was taught to be true. And that's no different than, than a Hindu person that grows up in a Hindu family that believes that Hinduism is true Uh, or someone that grew up in Thailand. And then that's Buddhist. Um, It, it, it just changed my worldview and gave me a greater appreciation for, um, other ways of thought, other ways of seeing God, other ways of of living out a life of faith uh, that didn't have to be just the way that I was taught. And it, it also began to unravel the pride and superior mindsets, I think, that I was developing as a Christian you know because think about it when you're when you're a christian you and you think you have the corner market and the exclusive on truth and all things god and all things spiritual and heaven and eternity and jesus and and divine and all that stuff if if you feel strongly which you're taught to believe this that it's the truth that you're believing the truth and so anyone not believing what you believe, which is the truth, is not living and believing the truth. <laughs> Therefore, you are superior, right? Because, right, it's knowledge is power. And I have knowledge. I understand these mysteries of, of the universe. Uh, and you, because you don't believe like I do, clearly don't understand these mysteries. Therefore, I'm stronger, smarter, wiser, more elite. Uh, than you, and uh, that was another part of my journey that really began to bring clarity uh, to the big picture. I guess the big picture of life and spirituality, because in, you know, in this journey, I, I, you know, I had some people thought that I was maybe going to become an atheist, and 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 that was never that was never my end. In- well, of course, I don't know if that's anyone's ever, that's their intent. That was never my intent, um, if that's even a way, if I can even say it like that. Uh, mine, my, How I would interpret my particular slant on life now is basically my life before was everything fit neatly in a little box. You know, this is how God is this is how you get to heaven. This is how you get to hell. This is right. This is wrong. That's good. This is bad. You know, once I, I stepped out of that box, if you will, really more what I looked at it as I deconstructed the box, I got rid of the box. And so now I'm standing, you know, it's, it's like, it's almost like the, the galaxy, you know, the galaxy is, is one of, Trillions and trillions of galaxies within the universe, right? So for me, it became I stepped outside of our galaxy and was like, oh, like there's a whole universe out here and there's lots of galaxies. That was really more, I guess, my journey. My journey wasn't to leave my galaxy per se or to leave altogether, my my faith. It was more of how I defined faith and how I viewed faith and how I practiced faith and how I saw faith as a whole. It was almost like, oh, rather than ours is the only galaxy in the universe, I realized that no, the the truth is there are many galaxies within our universe, and this galaxy is the only one I know, right? It's the only one I know and will ever know as it relates to galaxy. So that's how I viewed my Christian faith as I really realized, okay, this is just what I've been taught and what I've, all I've known up until this point and that there's more out there. And so I'm just going to get rid of the box that I've put myself in spiritually and, I, and I'm just going to remove the box. So when people began, you know, when they discovered the Dead Sea Scrolls and they, you know, there were other, what they called Gnostic Gospels, you know, Gospels outside of the, what we would call the classic Gospels or the the Gospels that are found in the Bible, you know, there are other writings from that period that that teach different things. And one of those, I think it's in the Gospel of Mary, I believe, uh, which I've not read. I've not read. I've just read excerpts from it. But in the gospel of mary it 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 looks as though jesus may excuse me may have been married so you know is that true is that not true uh well first i don't know right no one knows um but does it matter so i was already on my journey whenever that that thought popped up at least when it popped up to me in my circles and that, you know, this was heresy, you know, Jesus wasn't married. And I'm like, well, w- w- okay, B- do, I mean, were you there? Do you know that he wasn't? I mean, how do you know that he wasn't? Well, cause the Bible doesn't say that he was r- r- really. So just whatever the Bible says or doesn't say, that's an absolute fact. I mean, that just didn't sound, that didn't sound reasonable to me at all. And so I thought, well, okay, well, what if he was married? I mean, why would that matter? Is it, I mean, is it, is it, is there something wrong with being married? (laughs) Like, like if he was married, does that matter? I mean, like, I don't see why that matters. Anyway, those, you know, since I got rid of the box in my, in my journey and, and got, you know, stepped away from Jesus being the only way yet still loving Jesus, you know, still, still studying Jesus. Yet viewing Jesus differently, and once I was okay with that, then it just made a lot of different things uh, okay to be discussed again. Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. You know, was Jesus married? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. It doesn't matter if he was or he wasn't. And and I was okay with that conversation because of my earlier journey of obliterating the, the box of Christianity. So though, uh, though at that time, specifically at that time, you know, I would have still considered myself a Christian. And again, still, even to this day, uh, you know, I would still consider myself a Christian. I'm just a very open-minded, evolving uh, Christian, I guess. Um, And my only hesitation in ever calling myself a Christian is, is just the stereotype of it. It's, it's, I'm okay with it, but just, you know, when you say Christian, some people instantly think that it means this, 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 and this, and this. And, you know, that's why I hesitate because to say I'm a Christian can typically mean for some people like, oh, so you think you're better than everybody else, or, oh, you think a Hindu's going to hell, or, oh, you think gays are, you know, bad. And, oh, that means, you know, like, it you know in their mind it means certain things. That's that's my only hesitation. For me personally, you know, I'm okay with it because I know what my version of my faith is, uh, but not everyone does. And again, that's that's part of my journey. I'm still working through that as my journey, even even to this day. So going back to this thought, is Jesus the only way? First, it is okay to wonder that it is okay to study that and debate that in your own mind and, and to cuss and discuss that, if you will. So going back just a little bit for me, there was another piece of this puzzle that couldn't be reconciled. And one was this idea of, okay, um, Jesus being the only way, you know, what about tribes in faraway places that aren't reached with the Christian message. So I guess they're all just doomed because they were never given a chance to know about Jesus. Therefore they're just doomed, right? That, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. That just sounds ridiculous. Um, Then the other thing for me was just contemplating all of the people that lived before. And, and I think that, you know, science has proved out that, Humans have been on the Earth as much as we can tell for about two hundred thousand years. Well, you know, if you believe the the standard Christian story, then as a as a as a factual, literal interpretation, uh, many Christians believe that the the Earth is merely six thousand years old. Now, not all of them do. Now, some don't, but some do. Some believe that the earth was created you know genesis 1 1 right there it is there it is (laughs) in the beginning which was six thousand years ago and adam and eve were the first two humans and 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 again i'll unpack all that through all this through this podcast you'll hear all all the ways of where of of how i've evolved in my my thinking and my believing um and so you know that 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 didn't line up for me in believing that Jesus is the only way like, okay, well, what happens to all the people that lived 200,000 years ago, you know, or 100,000 years ago or 50,000 years ago or 20,000 years ago? Like, how does, how, what about all those people? Because they were all born at the wrong time. Uh, they're just going to go to hell, right? Because there there was no pastor to preach Jesus to them, right? Um because that that you know that that brings up real real difficult issues within the Christian faith because there was no even I mean let's just be honest, okay? Christianity is a new thing. It wasn't even started by Jesus, okay? It was started by well, essentially Jesus's brother and really the the Christianity that is around today is really Paul's version of Christianity or Paul's version of Judaism. Really the apostle Paul who wrote two, I think it's two thirds of the new Testament. That's really the version of Christianity that we see. It's really not even the version that Jesus taught or even Jesus's brother, James taught. And, and in fact, you know, Jesus wasn't even a Christian. You know, Jesus was, was a Jew. He was a rabbi and and Jesus, in all intents and purposes, I mean, there's no no signs that he he had this uh, idea of starting a, a, a religion. Uh, you know, Jesus wasn't starting a religion; he was just following the religion that he was raised in, which was Judaism. Anyway, so you go back before Christianity, before Judaism. You say, "Well, what then?" Well, yeah, exactly, right. There were other religions that. That are, I mean, I think Hinduism is older than Christianity, but you, you, you go back, and there are writings on cave walls, and there are stone tablets that have been found with some, some religious type texts, if you will, that predate the Bible and predate like everything. So what then, you know, what were they teaching then? Like, right? So does that make sense? Is that, is that maybe I'm mumbling or rumbling too much here, but when you really start thinking that this idea that if, if, if you must accept Jesus to get to heaven, well, that's really for a limited few, right? That's only for people that have been alive since Jesus that would even be able to, at all for that to even be possible to happen. Um, It's right. It's not even, it's not even possible. And, you know, in fact, if you know, whatever you believe about the beginning of all things, which by the way, I I believe that God created it all and how he created it all. I don't know. Maybe he slammed two planets together and that's what created the big bang. I don't know. I wasn't there. (laughs) I don't have video footage of it. Uh, and 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 even the Bible in Genesis one one is is not a, 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 a an eyewitness account to the beginning of all things, right? It's basically someone's perspective of what they think happened in the beginning. Um, so, you know, I I, I take I take uh, that creation story with with a grain of salt, in the sense of this is exactly second for second, moment by moment, how it, how it all went down. Um, yeah, you know, I just, I don't, I don't believe, uh, that's what it is. Um, but I do believe it does support that there was this supreme being God, if you will, that created it all. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I don't have a problem with that at all because yet I still on this journey that I'm on, I, I still believe in a supreme being. I still believe in, in God, if you will. Um, and, but, but how I view God is just, again, it's been evolving over the years, um, and understanding that Jesus to me, you know, again, whether he was the son of God, uh, you know, he actually, he was God or not God, or whether he was just an enlightened soul, all those versions of Jesus I'm okay with like, I'm okay that if in fact he was God, like, okay, cool. Like that's super dope. Uh, If he was not God, but just sent by God. Okay. I'm cool with that too. Uh, No, he was just a human like everybody else, but he was uh, evolved or he was enlightened. If you will, Uh, I'm okay with that too. Like I really am. I'm okay with any of those versions or any other version that's out there because that is such a mystery you know we we don't have video footage of Jesus and we don't have video recording of what Jesus said you know we have people followers of the way writing down what someone said that someone said that someone said Jesus said right i mean it, even even the the, the things that were written about Jesus were written some hundred years later I think is some of the earliest it's, so we're, we're talking a hundred years post Jesus the Bible's being written so and again I, I I'm I'm pretty sure that's accurate I've, you know I'm I'm having to tap back into my my rolodex of what i learned in in bible school and what i remember from even my own personal studies over the years but you know these aren't first-hand account first-hand accounts and not even the you know the new testament where you have the gospels you have matthew mark and luke which are the synoptic gospels and then you have the book of john so matthew mark luke and john those are the gospels the synoptic which means same is matthew mark and luke well Most scholars, I think not only if it's most, I think it might be all, I think all scholars, but let's be safe and say some, most, all scholars will even admit and even say that like the gospel of Mark wasn't actually written by Mark and Matthew wasn't written by Matthew, Luke not written by Luke. Um, This is actually fairly common knowledge from from the research I've done uh, that, that scholars you know, admit that those were just names assigned to it because people wanted to remain anonymous, um, and/or wanted to give something more credibility, so they put a more credible name on it, even though it wasn't written by that person at all. So whether that's true or not is a little bit, I guess, in a in a way, irrelevant. Um, but but also not so irrelevant when it, when you when you think about. Uh, Jesus being the only way, um, that's something that, that uh, you know, I I believe Jesus is a way. And I think Jesus pointed us towards living a good life, an honest life, a, a, a life of charity, a life of love, a life of compassion. So, you know, do I value the teachings of Jesus? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. I value the teachings of Jesus very much. Um, though I don't think that anyone in another religion is, is doomed for a fiery hot hell simply because they, A, don't believe that Jesus, uh, was God and, or, you know, or they were never taught that Jesus was, was God for whatever reason, you know, they were taught whatever that was the religion of the day or the the teaching of the day or wherever they whatever region you've been raised in right that 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 becomes your worldview and i think it's good for all of us again whether you believe that jesus is the way or not and if you do if you're listening to this thinking timmy you're you know whatever i believe he is the way the truth and life that's i have no problem with that for you believing that what what the message that I teach and the message that I hope to help people with are those that, that struggle with that teaching and or those that maybe do believe that, allowing for others to believe um, the gospel message or to believe spiritual things in a different way. And it's okay. Uh, it, it's, it's truly okay. That's why I entitled this episode, It's Okay. Jesus isn't the only way. Is that's okay to question? That's okay to to wonder, to doubt. Uh, that's okay to believe, and it's okay not to believe that. Now I know for some hardcore Christian that might not be okay not to believe that, but I have come to a place in my life where I think it is okay, and I think that God is a very understanding, uh, gracious God. The one that I believe in is anyway. And I think the main thing is, is what, what God I think looks at. And this is, you know, this is, there's a verse in the Bible for this one that God looks at the heart, you know, man looks at the external, right? God looks at the heart. And so at the end of, at the end of life for me, I think what's most important is that my heart is pure, not perfect. Okay. Not perfect. I'm human. I sin. I mess up. I do shitty things. But my heart is in the right place. And so for me, at the end of the day, whether you believe that Jesus is the way or not the way, I think what matters most is your heart. Where's your heart? That's what matters most. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the second episode of The Timmy Gibson Show as we talked a little bit about... It's okay. Jesus isn't the only way. Guys, hit the subscribe button. I hope you'll stay tuned for more episodes on The Timmy Gibson Show. Guys, have a good one. Be good to each other. Peace.